welcome to kicking it with your girls podcast i'm angel and i'm nikki and we are your hosts well hello friend how are you today i am well i am i'm doing good It's a, it's a nice day out since we always do a Michigan weather check. And um, it's a nice day out. Sun is out. Uh, blue skies. No clouds. I'm feeling this well. It's like in the cool 70s. I like it. Not mad at it. Not too hot. Not too cold. Nope. Nope. Just a nice, cool, mellow, chill day. It's a nice day to hang out on the riverfront, possibly. <laughs> How has your week been so far? Uh, not bad, not bad. No, typical. Go to work, go home, go to work, go home. <laughs> Repeat. You gotta throw some TV yep. in there. A couple of shows, little little face yeah, tan. Are you still playing face tan? Nikki's plays face tan got me hooked, by the way, FYI. So if y'all face tan players, that's your person right there. Now I play it. I've been trying to get it. Yeah, I still play. <laughs> it's they cheat though. They cheat so bad. I I have to stop playing for a couple of days. I, they uh, it's it's just not. I hear the frustration. Cheat. I hear the frustration. It's very frustrating. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Uh, I you know what My competitiveness I, I, kicks in. I didn't even know. Like real talk, I know as you know. I didn't even know what the game was. And then you like, I'm going to send you this link for some points. I'm like, oh, okay, then the next thing I know, I'm hooked. It's an addiction. I yeah. feel like I got to call a hotline to get unhooked. <laughs> I told you. I didn't expect you to even click on it. I just needed the points. But <laughs> you're in it, you understand my struggle. I do. I be so mad sometimes. I mean, well, I told you this before, but I'm telling our listeners, like, I be wanting to throw the phone across the bed, like, man, if this game, then I go pick it up with my head down, like, my bad, you get back into it. <laughs> oh, I do throw the, the phone across the bed all the time, all the time. Like, nope, I see you in a few hours because I know I'll be back. Nah, I hate when I'm on. I hate when I'm on a streak. And then it's like, oh, you out of points. And I'm like, do I want to give you $9? Nah, I don't want to give you $9. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. I <laughs> option or something. Help me win. <laughs> I will wait. Nope. I can't give you no real money. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do it. I'll wait. What's the wait time? 45? All right, cool. I'm going to go do something. About it. But it don't even be that long. But it, it's about that long to get all the lives back, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but, it feels like it'd be yeah. a long time though. It do. So download Phase 10 to play with Nikki because that is her game. And um That is that is my game. I enjoy it when it's not making me angry. <laughs> uh you know what I ain't even gonna lie, I've been off of Phase 10 for two weeks now. I feel like I need a, a button. <laughs> ah, I think I'm gonna have to send you a um send you a friend request so you can uh, play a game with me, get you back on. No more friend requests. No more, no more friend. I'm taking a break. I'm on break from that. <laughs> you know, I'll be on break. I'm on break from that. I'm taking a, I'm taking a summer off. <laughs> All right, uh, so okay. 
<laughs> and you know what? Real talk. After we get done recording, I might go mess with it because it's a chill day. I ain't really trying to do too much. It's a holiday weekend. You get a day extra day off. Like I want it to stretch. I want it to feel like how that Monday through Friday feel. I want this to stretch. <laughs> right with that extra day. Yep. But um, yeah, we got an interesting topic today, and we have a guest today. So before we get into the topic, we'll wait for our guest. To, um, we, we once we get her on, then we'll go through the topic. But um, on our show, kicking it with us today is going to be Sharmonica. She is the host of My Journey Within, which is a really good podcast. Um, I, I think she's on all platforms for sure. I'm pretty. I know she's on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple for sure. And I'm pretty sure she's on Stitcher and Anchor and um, a few other places. But it's a really good podcast. It's a, um, her story is is I like how she tells her story. It, it's it's just it's just really good to listen to. So check her out after you hear her on our show. Go you know follow her. Check her out. And uh, she'll be on to tell you about her social media handles and all of that. But we just want to welcome her to the show. Hello, Sharmonica. How are you today? I'm doing great, ladies. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on. Doing well. Doing well. Thank you for being on. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, um, We have a little bit of a topic, and I feel like, you know, it's within your realm of discussion, just being an avid podcast listener of your podcast alone like I feel like it's gonna it's a great topic so for you want to give us that topic sure our topic topic today is domestic violence and how to heal from it okay (laughs) that's a great topic that's a wonderful topic yep yep so let's get into it and um uh Nikki want to hit us with that meaning of domestic violence Sure, is this from the Urban Dictionary? But of course, but of course. <laughs> I gotta right. get me an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> you gotta Girl, get your Urban yes, Dictionary. Urban, <laughs> urban, the Urban Dictionary defines things better than the regular dictionary. I see, I'm over here with the white folk dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all white over here. I gotta give me an Urban one. <laughs> Girl, just go to Google urban. and look, put in Urban Dictionary. You can gotcha. get every word you want. <laughs> all right. According to the Urban Dictionary, violence or otherwise physical abuse of, of one's spouse or partner. It is generally done by men to women, but women can also be abusive. Yes, that's exactly correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, I, I did a little bit of looking and I find the form, the five forms of domestic abuse. So. We can say, I'm going to start, I'll list all five and we can go through them and talk about them. So the first, uh, the five forms of domestic abuse is physical, sexual, psychological, psychological, (laughs) trying to get that out, it wasn't coming, emotional (laughs) and economic. So, uh, all right, we could just jump in and let's go. Let's start with physical, physical abuse, the meaning of that for us. Yeah, well, you know, that's when uh, people put hands on each other. Yeah. Whether it's a man or a woman or whoever, putting hands on your partner. And that's what people really relate domestic violence with in a sense 
they'll look at it and say, oh, well, he never put his hands on me, so he's not yep. abusing me yes. and everything, but it's, it, it's not the case at all. So it always just go to the physical first, because that's how my my situation was. It was only, well, it, 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 was, it was basically physical in the sense right. that he was mentally and emotionally abusive, but it was more physical than anything. Yeah, the physical is, that's a hard, that's a hard situation to be into, you know, like yeah. in, in a, in a physical, physically abusive relationship, because like you, because like you just said, the emotional comes in too. So like that person is playing mind games, but then they're like physically abusing you. And then they're drawing you back in by being nice in that moment. Yeah, that's how he was. And I still have a scar to this day. From the night that I left, I still mm. have the physical scar from what he did to me and everything. So it's a reminder every time I look at it, you know, just not to go back, to not ever go back. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching women that it is life after domestic violence. It truly is, you know, if they're willing yeah. to do it. Because it's a lot of work, but it's life yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so necessary when, because a lot of people don't think that there's life afterwards or they'll think they this don't. is this is it. You know, and I, I was one of those thing. people. I, I truly was. I didn't want to share my story with anyone. I was so embarrassed, and I was like, "It happened. Okay, I got out. I'm gonna just go on with my life." And it was like, "No, that that's not what it is." And I feel like I didn't know where my life was going because it beat me down so bad. So I didn't know mm. who I was anymore as a as a woman and everything. So through healing, I had to, you know, I was able to rebuild myself back up in a sense. But yeah, the, the physical, I, I would. Honestly, I would say mental is more worse than physical because the scars go away, but what's in your mind it stays longer than the scars. Yeah, yeah I can under, I I could understand that. Like I don't I don't have a physical abuse story, but I was in a relationship that was mentally abusive. And and for me, before we skip it, I don't want to skip into okay. the, the mental abuse, but I do want to stay with the physical. You like you want to if you want to share your story, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool too. It's totally no, no, it's you. fine. I I am completely healed from my journey okay. and everything. So I um I met him. We met in high school, but I didn't know him. He was like okay. the popular guy. He was like the popular guy in high school, and and I was just a quiet girl. So we didn't really get into relationships years later, years after high school and everything. And, you know, we, we hooked. And I'm telling you right now, for about a month, I, I ran from him. I went and take his phone call in hindsight. I, I should have kept on not taking his phone calls <laughs> and everything. But just one day I was like, let me just give him a chance. And we went out on a date and he moved into my house like the next day. Wow, wow. It, it, it happened so quickly and so he didn't fast, have, yeah. he didn't show any signs that's why it completely caught me off guard and and i mean he he had a little temper but it, it was just it was to me because i grew up dysfunctional i was like oh okay that's fine but he never showed no signs of abuse until our daughter was four months after mm. i had her when we came home from church but we was going to church together and everything and I, I said something in church and he held on to it. And when I got home, we got inside the house. He punched me to the floor, like knocked me to Ooh. the floor. And mm, my wow. son at the time, my son was like four. I think he was four or five. He made, he saw it and he got, you know, he was scared and he made him go upstairs. And then he helped me up and he was like, you said A, B and C at church. And it pissed me off and, and don't ever say that again. And it'll never happen again. I was just angry. And I just kind of looked at it because it, it came out of nowhere. And so about two right. months went by, nothing happened. 
But after the two months went by, the abuse went on for four years straight. Mm -hmm. And it was um, punching, kicking, and slapping. He used to uh, lock me in closets for like hours at a time. He used Mm. to hit me with belts. He was sexually abusive. He he raped me like two or three times, um, put knives to my throat, dragged me through, like dragged me through my house. He would, you know, because I was the only one working. He wasn't right. working. He was watching my children. So he would never, in a sense, do anything to mess up my face because I had to go to work. So it was just right. like below the body. I could cover those up and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just he would attack me on the way to work. He just had this anger toward me. And I just, I couldn't understand why. And here I am trying to love you and this and that. And you're over here. And in the course of that, oh, my God, he would leave and come back. I would let him come back. He went and got married. I let him come back. He had another baby. I let him come back. It was I was so broken. I was completely broke. He had completely broke me down. And the night that I left, he almost killed me. Oh. And he almost literally took my life. I'm I started going to a women's shelter here because they was giving out free counseling. And it's still here to this day. And I started because he wouldn't leave my house. So I was like, mm. you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna leave because you can't stay here on your own. You don't have a job. So I right. sent my, yes, yes, I sent my son away for the summer to my sister house and my baby at the time, she was like nine, ten months, my little girl. And so I just began, you know, um, moving things. I was moving money. I, w- I was just going to make my escape and go. I stopped mm-hmm. sleeping with him. I just completely like disassociated myself from the situation. And he was just in a rage. He couldn't understand. He couldn't figure out. And the night that everything happened, he... Came, I was downstairs asleep, and he came down in a rage. At the time, I didn't know he was doing powder. Like I didn't, oh. I didn't know any. Like when I would be at work and stuff, and they're like, mm-hmm. I found so much stuff out after I left the situation. But he woke me up, and I was like, Look, I'm just trying to go to sleep. I gotta go to work in the morning. Blase, blase. And I just remember he grabbed me by my hair, and drug mm-hmm. me out the couch. He was punching me and hitting me and everything. And I was like, You know what? I gotta go now. I can't, I can't stick with my plan. So I grabbed my baby. And I ran out the door and I fell. And when I fell, mm. she rolled out of my arms. So but she wasn't hurt. She just rolled some. So he came out the house and was like, you threw my baby on the ground. And he hit me. He had my keys in his hand and he hit me. And that's where mm. the scar came from. And he bust, bust my head open. Mm. And oh, it literally was, I, I felt the blood running down my face and I panicked and I freaked out and I just took off running. And he was, like I said, he was a star athlete in school. So he was mm. in top shape. He ran behind me. Cat, he like tripped me up. I hit my head and he left me laying in the field, bleeding from my oh, head. Lord. Wow. He left me there. And I'll I, I tell you right now, right hand to God, I do not know how I got back to my house. Because to this day, he still was like, when I left, I left. I didn't look back. I left you in that field. Like that, that was his his mantra on, but when I woke up, I was in my house in my bed. And wow. I do not know how I got there. All I mm. know is that when I was when I was out and under, knocked out clearly, and I, I thank God every day for this, but I saw my funeral. Mm. God allowed me to see my funeral. I saw my children sitting on the front row of my, I saw myself in the casket, and I just clearly heard God tell me, if you do not leave, this is what's going to happen. I'm sparing mm. you. And when wow. I woke up, when I woke up the next day, and of course he was there, and it was all the still same thing. But I was like, "You gotta go." I called his mother, and I said, "I'm 
you need to come get your son or you're gonna be picking out a black dress for him he he got to go and of course you know he tried to he tried to turn violent but she came there and got him and i just remember when he left i, I cried for like two three hours and i was like god if you just help me get through this i'll never go back to him again and when i got up off that floor from crying i never went back and this year it would be 11 years since I, I, I left and I never went back. And I just, you know, just became passionate about doing it, just telling my story. Cause people think that it's just so it's it's a lot when it comes to healing. Yeah, Especially yeah, from that yeah. type of abuse that I endure. It's a lot. It's not just all sunshine and rose and you sitting at the lake meditating. It it's up and down. And it, it's it's a lot of pain and healing. I had to look at within myself with a lot of things that I allowed that you know because i was so used to abuse and dysfunction growing up i allowed right. a lot of things so it, yeah it, and I, it was a journey go ahead no man. i can believe like i i definitely can believe that because like when when you grow up in certain situations and in that you think things are normal and then when you're in a relationship that's so toxic while you're in it you don't see it you yes, know what i'm yeah. saying everybody else may see it but to you that's not what it is you know right right it was it was what you know like like in my situation I was young like you like we were talking I was listening I was young like you and then it was like it was it was the person that I kept curbing like no I'm not interested I don't want to talk to you then it was like okay it's like they they're very it was like it's very that pers- yeah. right, that persistence that oh I'm a I'm a make I'm a show you this person that mm-hmm. that I'm a pretend that I am, so you believe that's who this person is up until they turn into the monsters and like I said it was never physical for me but it was mentally it was and and that to me is is hard because yeah. like once somebody get into your head into your thoughts and they can alter what you think and they can make you feel bad about stuff that that, that takes doing. away from yeah. you right yes, they got you they got you that's they all they're trying you. to get is your mind that's yeah. all they're trying to get so to 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 understand like just listening to your story it's like that that person he he did like all of them like he he did all the forms of abuse to get you in a place of isolation where you felt like you had to be there because I know in my situation I felt like I had to stay for my son for some reason but I knew it wasn't right when you trying to dictate like what I'm wearing how I'm eating you know what I'm saying like but I was young Yes, he even told me I was too friendly one time. Like we, we would, I, I promise you, he had completely isolated me from everyone, from my family, from friends, everyone. It was just like they don't like me, so why do you like them and all that? And yep. we would do, we were just out somewhere, and some guy spoke to me. I think he spoke to both of us, and he was just like, "You're too friendly," and I was like, "How, how am I too friendly?" He spoke to both of us. But it was just another form of just that control and that power. Mm-hmm. And he used to tell me all the time, because I lived in an apartment. And so where mm-hmm. I lived that if they found out that someone was living with you, they would evict you. So he okay. would tell me, oh, call the police. I'm going to let your landlord know I've been living here. So you and your two children, which one of them was his, you mm-hmm. guys be homeless. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my mama house. I got somewhere to go wow and I was like, okay yeah that that in itself is it's it's so crazy that people think that way and exist that way and and that's their whole purpose like their whole purpose is to 
take over this person's mind process because whatever is mentally going on with them. And it's and it is a battle to get out of that situation. I know for me it was a battle because I was investing in it for so long and you always thinking, well it's going to get better. It's not going to be like this. Like yeah. okay, you you did such and so like you took my car to go to the to I don't know, let's hypothetically say he took it to go run some errands, but you wasn't running errands. You was over a whole nother chick. You know, it's just the whole thing. Like in his brain, if he knew where I was, then he can control what I did. And Girl, are, you like, sure, are you sure you wasn't there? Because <laughs> that's exactly what he did. He took my car one time and he went and <laughs> with the other baby mama. Yes. And he, he had her in my car. In my car and I just, some days I just look back and be like, wow, look how far I have come. And yes. I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, I was such a broken, broken minded, broken spirit woman. Yep. That, yep. That's and the then, whole point, then, though, to break you yep. down all the way down. Mm -hmm. So you're relying on them and think that they are the best thing. And yep. I can't go anywhere else. I can't be with anybody else. Nobody else is going to want me but this person. So I got to stay. That's their whole mindset. Yep. Yep. Because, like, like, like you're, you're, it took me a while, just like you said in the beginning, most people uh, associate domestic violence with the physical part. That's true, because it took me a while to say, oh, yeah, I was in a domestic violence situation yeah. because yeah. I felt like because it was never physical. Then I, it wasn't. You know what I mean? It was never yeah. physical. It wasn't sexual. It's just, you know, I couldn't associate with that. But in reality, it, it was wasn't. because. Yeah. That that amount of control to have on a person where you you have you have made taught them how to feel bad for the stuff that's going on in your life and you're doing wrong to them. Like anytime you can make a person believe that what they're out here doing is so wrong to you and you and you're and you're that person and you're like, damn, I'm really making you feel that way. And this <laughs> person is just out here doing whatever you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's oh my so god. Crazy. <laughs> He would tell me all the time, you make me hit you and everything. Mm -hmm. Even his mother, his mother would just say, whatever you're doing, stop making him mad. And he won't, he won't hit you. Cause what, she said that the first time she said that to me, he had mm -hmm. knocked me unconscious. He hit me in my head so hard. I literally, I, I, I passed out. Wow. And when I woke up, he had, instead of calling the police, he called his mother and his sister's. Mm -hmm. And when I woke up, they were in my house. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm waking up. His mother was braiding my hair. And I was like, what is Ooh, going on? Yeah, I was like, what's going on? She was like, well, he, he told me that you slipped and fell in the bathtub. We just came to check on you. And then she, then she was, yes. Wow. And then, because he was in the room. And then when he walked out, she was like, whatever you're doing, stop making him mad. And he won't put his hands on you. And I was like, are you serious? Wow, she, she was one of those mothers. She was, yeah. and still to this day, still defend him. He he attacked me and his sister in my house. His sister called the police. His mother came and got him and took him and hid him for like a month so the police couldn't find him. And she was mad, like, how could you call the police on your brother, even though he attacked us? Right. Mm. Yeah, mm. she was. That, yeah, she was that kind of mother, and still is. That's to this terrible. Day. That is so terrible. <laughs> that that, but it is it, it is family members that exist that way because oh, I remember like when um when the in my situation when he decided that he was gonna get into get into my apartment by any means necessary because we ain't together and I'm doing me right and then he he and his head then put a, a tracking device on my car. He wow. had followed me to wherever I was. He pulled up 
and I happened to be at home and he banging on the door like I know you in there I know you in the house and I wouldn't open the door so he broke the window so I called the police and then he tells the police well I got to stay out here because my son is in the house even though my son was not there that night and um make sure that they okay because the window broke you broke the window so oh when the police God. came, I said he broke the window. So Ooh. I don't know why he would be standing guard at my house that he broke the window for after he followed me. You know That's what I crazy. mean? Wow. To my house. And wow. it was so crazy. And then that was like the topic of conversation with like one of his siblings. It was like, well, you shouldn't have called the police on him. Now nah, he got a record. No, he, I'm sorry. He didn't he he have, have a record because did. of me. Yeah. <laughs> he got a record because of himself. Oh my! That God. part. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, like it's domestic violence is is hard, and you just don't know what you're going through. Because I, I honestly felt like, no, I'm not in that situation. And even my mother was like, you know, I saw that, like you, you started not being you. You started being who that that person wanted you to be. Like she was like, you're not even you no more. And I'm like, whatever, you know, I love him. I got to make it work. We got a child, blah, blah, blah. Like, looking back then and looking at now, like, the, it's so crazy to talk about. But yeah. the experience in itself is, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I understand, like, I understand that you were there for four years. Because when somebody takes on your brain, like, they can operate your movements and they can make you feel bad, then you become isolated in this little, in this little space. Yeah. And it's like yep. your freedom is when they're going and you don't want to really talk to nobody else because you don't want them to know exactly what's going on. And then you feel like you can fix it. But I learned you can't fix a broken person. No, no, you cannot. No. And his, his whole family turned against me and they 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 said, you're lying on him. I, he never did that. And every woman he's been with after me, he has mm. abused them, beating them. I mean, to to, I mean, to the point like they start reaching out to me and asking me, <laughs> can they have some help? And I was like, you know, I, I never spoke anything ill about him. I just, okay, that's what y'all believe. Time will tell. I always tell my children, you don't have to try to prove nothing. Time will tell. I yeah, promise absolutely. you. And it did. So and he's still out here abusing women to this day. That's wow. so sad. That is so sad that because is. it's the irony in all of this. I've met like he had somebody he was dealing with while we were together and then we wasn't even together you know it's like we we're back and forth so it was just like i was them but you keep popping up you know yeah so mm -hmm. um uh he had someone he was dealing with and her and i you know when, when he got out of jail or whatever her and i she called me talking about i was with him blah blah, blah. i'm like sweetheart come get him please come get him <laughs> I, i'm done like you that you're that you can have him was going right because that that time frame that he was going it allowed me to focus on me and what was best for me it's so hard to be with somebody or be not even be with them but you're associated with them because you have a child and every five minutes they acting like oh my child my child i gotta yeah. make sure you good because of my child but you shouldn't be doing this and you know what i'm saying so when he, yeah. when he had to it's go sit down for that, it's mm -hmm. manipulation so when he had to go sit down for that term <laughs> <laughs> it allowed me to be free like I literally told one of my friends like I feel free yeah I feel like I can breathe you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. it's, it's that's how I used to funny. feel when he was gone when the time we would yes. break up and he would leave like I could breathe and I'm I'm real I'm grateful that when we did when he did leave he quickly moved on to another one which he probably was already dealing with her anyway so I didn't have to deal with the aftermath that some women 
you know, go through with yeah, the stalking. Where they keep and, coming and back. Unfortunately, yes, yes, the and unfortunately, yeah, the life and everything. He went on. So I was really able to get my journey started without having yeah. to work. And that's the thing. Like, I used to pray, like, even when a girl called me on the on whatever she was on, and I'm like, look, you come get dude and stuff outside. He don't live here. I had to pay to get the whole apartment locks rekeyed. It was a whole thing. So finally, when he left, he, he never really moved on. He didn't even move on. He called me on the day I was getting married as if. I don't know what he expected to come from that. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, you you're the one. <laughs> right. Right. Like, like my friend, she took the phone. Like, what is, what is he calling for? Like, called and hung up. And I, I'm like, it, okay, my son is with me. So it's not no reason for you to be calling. But then he left a voicemail talking about, so you just really going to do that? I'm sorry, sir. What is, what world are you in right now? His own world. We're gonna get back together. I ain't yeah. know. I thought you was just playing with him. Yeah, we was gonna this, come back. Uh... So it was so funny because the girl that I brought her up because she had we we linked up in a business that I have outside and we linked up and um, she just started buying cakes and stuff for me. Didn't even know it was me. Her husband ran into me and uh, once she wanted to talk to me about stuff she went through. Now she went through physical abuse and I'm holding the phone like I can't relate to that. But when she said when she was talking about the mental stuff. I could relate to that. And I felt bad because I was in her shoes before in that situation. And it's just so yeah. horrible. It's so horrible, man. <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible thing. But I'm glad that you made it out of your situation. That Thank you. Thank you. Because that Thank was you. that was a lot. And then, yeah. okay, so um, sexual abuse, we touched on that. Psychological, mental, emotional abuse. That's, yeah, that's definitely, yeah. Now Funny. I've never heard of economic abuse. Is that kind of like financial? <laughs> yeah, it's yes. more like when one person holds the purse strings, so the other person's feel obligated. Man, go to work, and the woman is a stay-at-home mom, yeah. but she feels okay. like she can't do anything else because he got all the money. He has control of the money, so he yeah. controls okay. her with the money. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, and see, you know, I go grocery that. shopping, or you know, every little <laughs> thing you gotta ask him for. That's usually economic yeah. abuse. That's the okay. one when I when when I found all five forms. That's the one that I wasn't familiar with either. Like nah, because I'm gonna work. You know, like if I know nothing else, I'm gonna make sure we eat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? By yeah. me. <laughs> so, but but it is people like that. Like I mean, yeah, classic absolutely. example is uh, I can Tina Turner. She was yeah. making the money, but he was over the money. She she had nothing. Like mm -hmm. she had to run with nothing to leave him, and he still wanted everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Even the last name. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need my name. She can't have my name. I'm like, bro, you took everything from her. What you talking about? Let her keep that name, please. Yeah, she earned that name. The, the movie, the movie, the movie was great. It was great. It yeah. but it the compared to the book, her mm. book that she got called I Tina, it truly, mm -hmm. truly goes into detail. Uh, I, I was like, but they didn't put none of this up in the movie, you know. <laughs> and everybody was like, no, of But yes, I, when I tell you, like, he, she, she put in there one time, he broke all 10 of her fingers at the same time. Oh wow. my God. Like, wow. yeah, she, like, up there, she said something like he used to cut on her. He, he, he would cut her breast. I mean, like, I was crazy. He was yes, crazy. Yes. I, 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 I was so like, why he didn't put a, they didn't put half of the abuse in the book that she really truly endured from him. 
Right. Wow. And he and I don't even think he ever took ownership for what he did to he her. Did he did he not. He was like, oh, I snapped her a couple times. He was just yeah. because she made me mad. It was like he would try to justify it. And that's yep. kind of how he was too. The guy um uh that I would he would he would try to justify it. Yeah, yeah. If like, you hadn't you done that, I wouldn't have had to do this. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, are you going to justify through the wall? Like, what justification is that? Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, if I wouldn't have broke your window if you ain't had nobody in the house. I'm like, but this is my house. You know what yeah, I'm exactly. saying? So that's crazy. Like they they do try to justify their actions by making it seem like something is your fault and they don't take ownership for what they do, and that's why they can never truly be happy people because you're spending your whole life try to dominate and abuse somebody in their life every every person you get is always going to be your victim because that's your whole purpose mm-hmm. which is sad you know he doesn't he doesn't talk to me but i mean i don't have a relationship my daughter has a relationship with him because that's her father and everything right. but he, you know we have no dealings or anything with each other so he's totally against you know he it's funny he's came out and made little videos was like she's lying about everything i said well i need to be writing on somebody's show that i can make up four years <laughs> worth of abuse <laughs> like this like in my way i need to be working on somebody's show because there's no way i don't have that much time in the world to sit around and make up lies about you and things so you know he's just been against everything he tell people oh she's still living in the past and i'm like no i'm living in my future because i'm helping by sharing my story you know he speak out against my non-profit and everything and i've just wow yes yeah, like he i'm like you only make yourself look bad because i never mentioned his name uh-huh. i never right. say you know any of that i feel you're you're revealing to people who you are and what you are exactly, so exactly. I just be like, yep. okay, man. I like people send me the videos, and I'd be like, God bless his soul. That you know part. what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's because like I feel like if they take ownership, then they gotta look at who they are. Yeah. So they don't yeah, never want to see who they really yeah. are. He don't want to see who he is. He don't want to see his see part in all truth. of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's different when it's done behind closed doors. It's only two people that know what's going on. But when it gets yep. outside of those doors, then it's like you, oh, your friends, people going to be looking at you like, dog, this how you move? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. So that, yeah. So that that's that's crazy in itself. And thank you, you know, for sharing your story. But yeah, the crazy part of I didn't realize that I was in a domestic violence situation until I started listening to people tell their stories and I could relate to their feelings. I right. thought I was fine. You know, I, it wasn't until like you hear the story, she's like, oh, that happened to me too. Like when you was talking, I'm like, man, I felt like that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so get let's it. Talk, right. So let's talk about how to heal and grow from this. Okay. How did you go about healing? Well, I, who, my healing <laughs> was dark. I won't even okay. lie to you. It was so dark. I spent, I know, for about the better of two years just crying every night because, you know, a part of me, I wanted to go back because when he moved on, of course, you know, I think social media was just really coming out then, Facebook and everything. So just, you know, he they posted all these pictures together. And, you know, mm. and I'm just like, he over here making this wonderful life for her. And he took me through all this. And then, you know, come to find out he was beating her as well. And it was just pictures and whatnot. <laughs> but I, that was my first round of therapy I went through. And I was seeing those people at um the place here. I started seeing another lady. And I just, I, it was up and down. I, I, okay. I always tell people, you really have to be prepared for it. Because a lot of people do think that, now healing is, because you have to look at yourself. 
That was yep. my main thing. I did not want to look at me. I wanted to blame him. In hindsight, he do have a big part of it, but I had to take responsibility that I could have left. I could have yeah. got me and my kids out of there the first time I had. I could have ended it the first time I had. So when I had to take responsibility, because my therapist was like, you're not going to come here with a mask on. You're going right. to come here and you're going to be for real and, you, and you're going to take accountability for your part in this. And when I did that, things really shifted for me because I was able to recognize clear signs of everything he had did to me. And that's when I began to write everything down to try to put toward my journey and my nonprofit but but um, I found a really great church home. God and therapy is what, and my kids and what is what truly got me through that dark time. It wasn't always pretty. It was so many up and down days. But I kept saying I got to keep going because I didn't want to go back. And for one point in time, I was stuck. I feel like I couldn't go back and I, I couldn't move forward because I didn't know mm -hmm. what to do. I didn't mm -hmm. know how to handle. It. I had to find out who Shamanica was all over again what i like what i don't like what i'm not going to yep. tolerate who am i what what am i here to do what is my purpose here and everything and so when when this situation came to me about speaking and sharing myself i didn't want to do it like it was prophesied to me i was like i'm not doing this nope it's <laughs> like a whole year i ran from i was like i'm not writing a book right no mm -mm. it happened to me i'm gonna just go on with my life and raise my children but it right, kept coming right. my way Women kept coming to me. Situations kept coming to me. And I was like, okay, God, let me do what I know you you put me here to do. And not worry about what anyone else said. Because even my own family was against me for doing this. It was like, how can you go out there and tell people what this man did to you? But I had to look at it. All of them are in abusive situations. So, of course, yeah. you're yeah. not going to like that. I'm out here that I got out and I'm free, but you're still with that person. And so right. I just. I would have to say the biggest part of my growth and my healing was taking accountability. Now, not everyone can do that. Not everyone right. wants to do that, but it helped right. me. It helped me get to where I need to be, where I can sit right here with you now and share my story and share my journey. And when we get off of this, this podcast, it won't affect me and I won't be triggered by it because I'm healed from it. Right. Right. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Like for me, healing. Healing for me was more so like, I think, I think I, I healed from it when I got out, when I was, when, when he went away, it allowed me to get to know me. Like you said, like I mm -hmm. had to get to the point where I had started journaling. I, I had talked to a therapist, but it wasn't consistent. I had started journaling and like writing my thoughts down, getting back to how I feel and just putting, putting my child first. And then that's like focusing on the right? That's that's what it had to be in order for me because if if I could, for me for him, I didn't want him to be like him, so I had to like get my mental together in order to raise him. So he, if, if I didn't have him, I feel like I probably would be still kind of some kind of way in that crazy situation. But because of him, I knew that it, I had to do better because I didn't want him to think any of this dysfunctional living was normal so I found out later on when I went to a therapist you know she was like yeah I went about it right but I, I didn't do the accountability part because I felt like it was on him <laughs> <laughs> oh it took me a long way it took me a long time I thought that therapy for a long time I was like no ma'am no ma'am none of this is my fault it took me a long time right. it took me like two niggas all 
Yeah, it took a while because I found myself still being bitter about it. So I, I I started going to a therapist, which is not something that is normalized. In well, back then it was not normal in the black community to go mm-hmm. to a therapist. So I started going to a therapist, and she said, "Well, okay, yeah, he did this, he did this, but uh, what you gonna take responsibility for?" I'm like, "Nothing. I left. I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those people, but that keeps on going to therapy. I yeah. was I was the main one that would holler at. And so mm-hmm. now here I am. I've been in therapy five years now. In in a sense, like for real deal. You know, I was off and on back then, but like real yeah. deal going to therapy. So it, it has helped. I, I recommend therapy for anyone. Yes. Like seriously. Like, like and like, all my children have been in therapy as well. I wanted to see how they would react to it. And it actually helped my son so much. He was dealing with a lot with his father not being in his life. And so his his therapist was able to help him understand that it's not your fault. You haven't did anything wrong in a sense. You know, I said, well, that, that healing that you got up in there, you're going to make sure you don't ever let your children feel how your father has made you feel. With not yep. being in your life and stuff like that, so yeah, mm-hmm. right. Therapist is a hundred percent. I mean, I, I mean now, like current, I see a lot of more black people going to therapy, and but it's still a lot of people that's skeptical about it. But yeah, man, it that's it's like you could just like when you talk to your friends. A lot of people, especially when we feel like if we talk to our friends, we're gonna balance it out and it's cool. But you don't want to put. You could talk to your friends. That's cool. I mean, I talk to Nikki about stuff, but then sometimes I won't talk to Nikki, and then they'll come out later. But I know that if I if I talk to my therapist, then I can get it all out because yeah. this is what you're getting paid to listen to me do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Versus putting it all on Nikki or another one of my friends, and then they like, man, what I what I'm supposed to do with this? Like, I'm not trying to re give my energy to other people. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to get it out. And the therapy, Nikki, you must got some. You must got some strong shoulders for her to leave. <laughs> you may need to start charging you a fee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. That yeah, I, I try not to. I try. I. I mean, she would tell you. I try not to. That's good though that you have that you oh, can go find her. her in that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I definitely try not to, though. I try rather go to therapy. I, I'm promoting therapy because therapy is good. You don't want to put all that on your friends and then they walking around like, what I'm supposed to do with all your issues? You know what I mean? That energy transfers. It, it does. I, I mean, it, it does. But I found this article and it has seven, seven steps of healing from domestic violence. The first one is safety first, sta- a stabilized environment support unconditionally share experiences that's kind of what that's what you're doing shamanica (laughs) settle incidents stitch it stitch wounds so heal from your wounds and uh set standards i think all those things are great amen okay i like that i I would like to read that article i will email it to you after this show (laughs) and you know wow that's actually great that's why i was so I, I'm glad I started this nonprofit. The base of it, it I'm sorry, it's called Help Me Help You. Okay. That's my, that's my nonprofit. Yes, ma'am. And my whole basis of it is therapy. You know, for you to come through my program because I, I can help you find a place to stay because I have, God has really truly connected me within my journey with a lot of people here in Alabama. So, you know, I know places where you can go put in job applications at, you know, places you can try to find some shelter and now therapy. But I can help you do all that. But if I don't help you heal and change your mindset with with therapy, you're just nine times out of ten going to go back to your abuser, 
or the, the next one is going to be the same. He's going you're not yep. going to be able to recognize the sign. So that's yep. what we yep. like to teach you is to recognize the sign as heal within yourself. So you'll never go back to that situation yep. again and you'll never allow the next person to come in your life. You'll recognize the signs clear and cut it off completely. That's awesome. That's that awesome. It's Thank called you. Help Me Help You, right? Yes, that's what yes, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to mm-hmm. make sure I put that on the uh in the in our uh section for when we shoot the promo for this episode because I feel like that's great. It's needed. It is so needed. Like I feel like women women need somewhere to come to where they feel like they can't. And I think by sharing your story, it it allows others to listen to it and be like, they may not be as strong as you are. But they hear somebody else is going through it because so sometimes you may not even think somebody else is going through what you what you have went through, yeah, absolutely. or what you're currently in. You think in you're the only moment. one, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. I you, get that a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I bet you do because mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of women don't think it. You know, they just they're isolated, <laughs> and they may have came across your podcast like, oh my god, I f- I feel like this. I can identify with this, you know what I'm saying? And, so and, see, I, and I don't ever turn anyone away. Even if you're not ready to, you know, come through and help, I'm still here to listen and talk. Like I have, I, I do have several women where they're still in the situation. They're, they're not at that point where they're ready to leave in hindsight. So I don't ever turn you away and be like, well, since you can't do my nonprofit, I don't want to talk to you because I didn't have anyone to talk to. When I was up right. in it. So I talked to them. I listened. I know how to dispose of it. I know how not to hold it in. And, you know, they just need someone to talk to. So I just leave yeah. it at that. When you're ready. Because when you're truly ready, whatever it takes, you'll get up out of there when you're truly ready. Because yeah. I know it. I, I, I went back to him. I know by four or five times. I wasn't ready. No matter what everyone was telling me, I had to yep. be ready. Yep. And, and you know, I think that's I think that's the path that God has put you on to heal He'll heal these women to be part. This nonprofit is probably already blessed because that's the journey that is meant for you to be on. Because I'm telling you, when I found your podcast, I was like, wow. You know, because Nikki will tell you, I start from like the la- latest episode. I never go back to one. But with really? your podcast, I and started I'm from opposite. one. I go back from the beginning and start. I like to see. Me I, too. I like to see from the beginning. I just go all the way back with too, you guys. Monica. I started. I started from the beginning of you guys' podcast, and I'll be listening at work. And I was like, oh, okay, good. I was able to listen at work and everything. So I just like. I just like that. Yeah, yeah no. I start at the beginning. Every any podcast, I start at the beginning. I like to see yep. where the journey started. Mm-hmm. And see, that's Nikki and me. I'm like, when when you join podcasting for the culture, and then I saw you on there, and I I, I listened to your link because you was like one of our. I want to say you was like one of our first ten members. So once you started, I was like, uh, I, that's when I was on it. I was listening to everybody's podcast that was uploading, and so when you shared it, I listened to that episode, and then that episode made me say, all right, let me go back and listen to some more. And then I was like, oh, okay, let me just go back and start from the beginning. <laughs> but I, but I, I I loved your podcast. I really do love it. It's um it's so inspirational. It's so it's it's just different. It's so uplifting. It's it's just like you could tell because I was telling Nikki about it. Like I think I was t- I told you about it, friend. Like right after I listened to it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I appreciate it so much. It's a great podcast. So yeah, yo, I, I think I think what you're doing is needed and. If, thank you both if, for allowing me to come on here and and share this and share my journey like i'm grateful to the both of you 
You are oh, very I'm grateful welcome. for you coming. You're so welcome. <laughs> so, um, uh, final thoughts, uh, Nikki, you want to go first? Since she kind of be quiet. I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> no, I just think that domestic awareness, domestic violence awareness is so needed because there are a lot of people out there that do not know that there are avenues that they can get to get help when they're ready to be out of the situation that they are in. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Shamanika, you want to share your final thoughts? Well, I, but first off, thank you guys again <laughs> for letting me no, come. You're, you're so welcome. And thank you for coming. I, you know, I always just, what I share with a lot of the ladies and people I speak with is just uh, turn it around to yourself. Once you come out the situation, get your mind off of him. If you can, like if you're safe and everything and, and turn the camera back on you. Begin to work on you and focus on you. It'll take a lot off because whatever demons they got, they got to deal with it. They're going to have to pay for whatever they did. Turn it back on you. And let's focus on you and getting your mind right and getting your life to a place where it needs to be. I agree with that. So this Absolutely. week, instead of a instead of a question, we just wanted to say that um, October is Domestic Violence Month. So we're purple. That's the color. And um, in support of domestic violence victims. I don't know if they have walks. Do they have walks? Like, you know how they have the breast cancer awareness walks? Mm -hmm. They do? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look at that and we'll see if we can find somewhere where all the walks are, or at least a lot of them in different states are. If you want to be a part of that, the domestic violence hotline number is 800-799-7233. Or you could text START to 88788. Or you can go to help me help you. With it's right. <laughs> yeah. And when and when October comes, if if you guys you know aren't going to be filled up, but which I'm speaking out there that you guys are going to be booming, it, 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 it's going <laughs> places. I would love to come back on in October and everything, and then you know, really, I could go into true a lot of detail, you know, about okay. it if you guys okay. are open. Oh, it's okay. done. I'm already writing it down. I'm writing it in my calendar too. October, <laughs> we will figure out a date after the show, but I sure did write it down. But all right, so thank you. Thank you for chatting with us, but we do want to know about you. you got to share with our okay. guests where they can find your podcast, where they can find you and everything you have going on. Okay, ladies. Well, my podcast is My Journey Within. I am on all major screaming platforms. I just got on Pandora. Like, it took forever to crack that <laughs> Pandora code right there, but I'm on there. I'm on Spotify. You know, just all the normal places you can listen. Um, I have a TikTok page. I'm trying to get it out there. I have Instagram, which is the same thing. My Journey Within podcast. TikTok uh, and Twitter. I'm trying. I'm just trying to put out there. I'm like, Lord, all these different <laughs> social media things. But that's where you can find me at. I am on Facebook at um Shamanica Sardin. My inbox is open. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so please feel free to reach out. My inbox is open 24/7. I don't turn anyone away. Reach out to me. You can. My email is the same. My is it's my underscore journey underscore. Within underscore podcast at yahoo.com. That's where they had me set it up. I was like, oh my God, all these underscores. But you can email me there and everything. And um, or Mona Ann Slaughter at yahoo.com. Like those are all my avenues. Please do not be afraid to reach out. I'm I'm not here to judge. I'm only here to help. 
There we go. And if you're yeah. listening to, to our podcast and you feel like you're in a and, and something you heard made you realize that you are in a domestic violence situation, you can get and you want to talk to Shermonica, she just dropped everything for you to talk to her. Just like I that. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on. It's It's been such a blessing chatting with you. I got you down for October, girl. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I promise you I will. I have truly enjoyed this with both of you ladies. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right. So that was Shermonica from My Journey Within. Great show. So grateful she came on to kick it with us. No, we got a little deep, but sometimes you got to get deep, friend. You know? Got to go deep. Little bit deep. It was a good guess, friend. That was. That was an um, amazing journey that she's gone and, through. Yes. And to still be here to share it and help others, like, that's how you know. That's how you know when it's something over your life to for it's meant. All of us have a journey. All of us have a path, and sometimes you may not know what it is directly. But when God opens so many doors as you're in that path, and those doors just open so easily, that's how you know you're on the right path. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So thank you, Sharmonica, again for being on the show. Glad I'm so happy she joined podcasting for the culture and everybody else that did. We be finding all kinds of W's in there. <laughs> we do, we do. We got some good people in there. <laughs> we got some really good people. Um uh... all right. So follow our group podcasting for the culture on Facebook and on Instagram. On Instagram, we'll be building a weekly feature. So yeah, you want to be featured, DM us, let us know, you know, drop your podcast on Facebook on Mondays for us to listen to it in the Monday listen to link because we pull from that link and we listen to all the podcasts. At least we try to. We get through them eventually through the week, friend. <laughs> yes, we do. So yes, we do. you want to be a part of the winning team, you need to go ahead and join Podcasting for the Culture. Follow us on IG Podcasting for the Culture. So in other news, we um, we had we were told about this awesome platform, and we were invited by Coil, which is one of our podcasting for the culture uh, team teammates. That just sound better, teammates. <laughs> uh, Coil told us about this um, platform called Wisdom, and we kind of been trying to figure it out, friend. Right? <laughs> yeah, we have. It's um, it's it's a little different. It's so, but yeah, we're working on figuring it out. It's fun though yeah. once you get engaged in it. It's pretty fun. Yep. Once once we get engaged to it, like we 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 went on there raw in the beginning, and 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 even on that first episode when we went on there, and I think it was entitled "Trying to Figure Out Wisdom." Yeah. We we had people listening, and uh, and a lady popped in, and and she was talking to us about wisdom, shared her platform. It's a very inviting space. Um. We finally sat down and uh, came up with a real plan on what to do on there. So you can catch us on Wisdom. You're going to start seeing our post on, um, I'm going to put it on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. We'll be on there every other Thursday, 8-ish, because it's a more relaxed environment. It's a behind the scenes with um, Nikki and myself. And um, we don't want to make it pressure. You know, we want it to be light. But the cool part about this platform is you can listen to us 
and then you can pop in and join and talk to us. How dope is that? <laughs> yeah, you can be a part of the conversation. Absolutely. It could be a part pretty cool. It is it is awesome and um I'm excited to see where this 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 journey takes us. So here we go. We that's what we're doing. And uh yeah. Catch us over there every other every other thirty Thursday, eight ish. Don't be on time because I mean I could tell you right yeah, now. Don't be on time. We ain't might not be on time. <laughs> don't be over we here talking about it's eight o'clock where y'all at. Don't All right. do it. I'm waiting. What's happening? Nah, eight ish. <laughs> eight ish. We'll definitely be on before eight thirty, but it's eight ish. Nah. It's Very it's ish. way more lag. <laughs> <laughs> it's no outline. It's just we here we are. Here we are to talk to you, for you to talk to us. And just treat it like the like you know when you have a barbecue, you ain't expecting nobody to be there on at on time. So don't expect us to be there at eight. We'll be there at eight. Met people sideways when they on time. What you here? Half <laughs> set up? Oh. Right. Because <laughs> you know if you on time, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Go get them chairs. <laughs> Got here early. You want help? Get get the tablecloth. <laughs> Feel like going to the store grab a couple tablecloths. <laughs> no, we need some ice. You know we need some ice. <laughs> That's it right there, the ice. <laughs> but yeah, so check us out on Wisdom. I'm gonna make sure I have the links on our social media page. Um and um yeah, you and that's kicking it with your girls podcast on Facebook and Instagram. I'm gonna get it up on there. Eventually we'll have it up on our website. It's something new we're doing, we're figuring it out. So bear with us on it, but come on over there, kick it with us, and it'll be a good time. Yep. So, I feel like I want to do a long, awkward silence. So this quote of the day, but that, but I said it, so it's no need. So Nikki, yeah. So now it's no point because <laughs> silences. <laughs> All right, a little bit of a drum roll. That means it is time for the quote of the day. Let's go. Oh, it's that time. All right, let's see. I'm up. You're up. All right. When someone isn't treating you right, no matter how much you love them, you've got to love yourself more and walk away. Author unknown. That is so true. That's facts. Got to love yourself more. Got to learn. You got to learn how to love yourself. That's and that's a hard thing and that'll be in a later topic, but that's a great quote, friend. It is a great quote. You always come through with quotes. Thank you. Quote queen. I try. Quote I try. Queen. <laughs> he a new name. Uh, kicking it with Angel and the Quote Queen. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Too much. Too much. <laughs> As always, you can catch us in podcasting for the culture in the group. You can DM us there on Facebook and on Instagram. You can catch oh catch us <laughs> on kickingitwithyourgirls.com for everything if you want to find us on instagram facebook you can find that over there kicking with your girls.com but i'll tell you it's kicking it with your girls podcast girls with a z podcast on instagram and on facebook and if you want to see that quote of the day which i wish i know you do i mean you always want to it's going to be on twitter at kicking it with w-i-t-n underscore a kicking it with in underscore a on the twitter the <laughs> the twitter is where it will be huh the twitter that's what it will be and um 
yeah, that's all I got. Thank you for listening. All right. Later. Tune in next week for another episode of Kicking It With Your Girl with Nikki and Angel. All right. See you then.